Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, yesterday, uh, after we ended the Patriot Trading Group Hour, uh, on the half-empty cup of Joe, Jay Powell was talking at a uh, small business council and man, oh man, oh man, uh, apparently not only is transitory inflation dead, uh, the fact that inflation is going to somehow magically ease with some Fed fairy dust and quarter of point rate hikes got blown out of the window. Uh, we're going to talk about that and so much more, but I'm joined as I always have with my partner in Colorado, uh, Jason Walker and, and Jason, uh, once again, uh, the Federal Reserve doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> no, they, uh, you know, it just depends on which way the wind is blowing and what, what they're going to say. And, <laughs> you know, I, I heard uh, the, the, the tough, tough talk about raising rates faster. I mean, Joe, is that, we'll have to see if that materializes. And I, I have a feeling they are, they're, they're going to have to do it at some point, I guess. Yeah, so so here here's uh, the 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 ins and out of it all. Uh, there's going to be ready now. They're getting tough now. Okay, we we tried to do the twenty five point thing, and uh, yeah, inflation is a big problem. Uh, now they're saying they're going to go to fifty basis points. So the next meeting, they're looking for fifty basis points. And I want to say that 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 meeting's in early May, like the first week of May, uh, is when they're now expecting a fifty basis point rate hike. And here's the problem: I, I mean, listen, I, I guess, I guess, I want to say, hey, it's about time. At least you woke up. Where have you been? What data could you possibly have been looking at? But here's the realities. 50 basis points isn't going to get it done either. It's just not. Matter of fact, uh, Goldman Sachs coming out today saying, hey, we're going to get 50 basis point rate hikes for the next two meetings in a row. Listen, we need 50, 50 basis point rate hikes for probably the next five meetings in a row. And it's still, I don't... I still don't think it's going to make a difference. They're going to rate, listen, like they always do. They're going to raise rates until they break it, Jason. I, I agree, and and I, I I think quantitative easing. We may see that by the end of this year. Right? They're going to try selling off some of their balance sheet, and then at some point this year, it'll break. And then uh, you know, Joe, remember they're caught in a rock and a hard place. There's really not a lot they can do. And I mentioned to you off air yesterday, I think that. One of their little game plays to, to push, kick the you know, kick the can on the road is they might actually raise rates in a in a situation where they're quantitative easing at the same time. Not because it's going to fix stuff, but it might it might push the you know push the situation down the road. So I, they're gonna, you know when they start selling their balance sheet, Joe, that's when it's going to get really interesting when they really start dumping some of that stuff. Yeah, and I think that's going to happen at the next meeting as well. They're going to try to start dumping the balance sheet. They're going to be raising rates right up until they break it. Uh, Jay Powell yesterday, inflation is much too high. Wow. Man, it took him long enough, but I guess he's uh, 
Finally there, we will take the necessary steps to ensure a return to price stability. Now here's the important part, and this is, this is the part that got everybody nervous, uh, as they said that they, they, and if we determine that we need to tighten beyond common measures of neutral, into a more restrictive stance, we will do that as well. And that was a clear message to Wall Street. That we're prepared to break it to get inflation under control. Now here's the reality. That sounds all well and good, right? And I'm going to promise you this. That is exactly what's going to happen. Here's the problem with this. What he thinks neutral or or above neutral is, that number is much lower than he thinks it is. In other words, uh, by the time he he realizes he went way past neutral, Jason, it's going to be too late. And to Jason's point, remember, we've been saying this all along. This is exactly what we told you was going to happen. We're going to have massive inflation. Man, I, I got... So much more news on that front today. Followed by complete demand destruction in the next Great Depression. And this is exactly uh, what Jay Powell is playing into right here. Uh, all these aggressive rate hikes now, uh, already uh, the 10-year note, uh, 2.4 now. If Goldman Sachs is right, uh, the 10-year note is going to be 3% by the summer. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say this right now, Jason. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if by early summer the housing market goes on life support because here's the realities. You cannot sit there and have a $500,000 house that cost $1,000 a month more this year than last year and have people be able to afford to buy them. Yeah, the building of new you know new homes is going to come to a halt, and uh, the prices of the homes may stay stable because the inventory will be less. You know, there there aren't a lot of people that can buy those, Joe. But if they're not building any, then the supply, the the, the demand, the supply and demand will will kick into into place, and they're just going to price a whole lot of people out of buying homes. Those apartment buildings are going to fill up even more, Joe. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Well, that's listen. This is a, a when this is all said and done, a lot fewer Americans are going to own anything. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We we've got uh, a, a pullback in gold. Gold's down like twelve dollars. But again, uh, buy it and buy it hard. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but this is just the the ten year note racing here on on the news of the of the new uh, Fed rate hiking cycle. So gone is. No inflation. Gone is transitory inflation. Gone is this, oh, we're just going to have a nice little 25 basis point rake hike. You know, we'll do that three, four, five times. It'll be great. Yeah, that's gone. Because, And again, here's the thing that you have to know. Jay Powell already knows what the March inflation numbers are. Because how they do inflation, they take the first two weeks of the month, of every month. So he already knows. Now, they're not going to release the inflation data for, what, another two weeks. 
So uh, early April, they'll release the March inflation data. So he already knows that the, these numbers are going to be out of sight. But remember what Jason and I have always told you about the the issue at hand and why it's going to end up at demand destruction. Any little thing now means new record high price. Here's an example. There's uh, Canadian rail workers, 3,000 of them, at Canadian Pacific, walked off the job and went on strike on uh, on Sunday. Immediately this uh, yesterday, uh, the U.S. government issued a, a release saying we're going to have a problem because this, this particular rail route extends over the Dakotas, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, Missouri, and into the northeast. And lo and behold, what does it normally carry? You guessed it, agriculture products and particularly fertilizer. Uh, by the way, fertilizer, I mean, how many times have we said it in the last 90 days? New all-time record high in fertilizer. But now, Jason, they're saying, hey, this thing goes on for any length of time. Uh, there's not going to be fertilizer for farmers to put it on the crops this year. That's correct, Joe. And see, this is an economic problem, and this is the supply chain problem because you know, we had this worldwide system, and it has nothing to do with Ukraine or COVID. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the, the on-time delivery system of, let's just say, fertilizer was disrupted, not by Ukraine and Russia, not, not by COVID. The economic system is breaking down. And this on-time delivery system, since it's broken down, they're saying it could take years to fix this, years and if this can take years to fix this, there's going to be a lot of problems. And, and Joe, they're going, to, they're going to point at every kind of little uh, emergency as the fault of this thing. No, it, it ain't the it ain't the broken economic system, Joe. It's uh, it, it's you know, it's well, Russia. They, they're not giving us oil. We can't make enough fertilizer. They're not going to give us some fertilizer. Uh, that's I guess whatever they say, Joe. But the problem is here. Yeah, absolutely. Lumber prices. Remember lumber skyrocketing. Fertilizer prices skyrocketing. Uh, the grains are off the charts. And here's the sad part. They're saying that the farmers aren't even able to capitalize as as farmers who, you know, a lot of times farmers hedge themselves and they'll pre-sell uh, bushels at a certain price, uh, but but uh, they'll leave some, you know, left over, you know, and uh, it's maybe some of the farmers are a little more risky. Right now, what we're being told about a lot of the grains is the farmers can't even sell them. Nobody will buy it because the prices are so high. They're worried that if they buy it, right, the prices will end up falling and then they'll be losing money. This is just a horrible food cycle that we're in. And, of course, obviously, they stop buying the grains. The food shortages get even worse. Correct, Joe, and there's even more of a problem when it comes to the fertilizer. Why, why people? You know, some people are like, well, you know, grow it without it, you know, or, or use less. Well, these farmers have a way of growing the crops, and they they depend on fertilizer for a specific 
and known factor of how it's going to grow. These guys, they haven't grown crops without or lower levels or no fertilizer a long time. So it's they're not going to risk their seed. You got to remember, you have a whole bunch of seed. So a lot of farmers, Joe, I'm just not going to plant this this uh, spring. I will. I might end up not having any seed for the next year. So there's going to be a food shortage just because farmers are like, well, inflation and no fertilizer. I'll just sit this one out. And that's all over the world, Joe. That's, there's, that's another reason why food shortages are happening. Yeah, it's going to get a lot uglier before it gets better. Uh, how about this one? Workers at a California refinery owned by Chevron. It just doesn't stop. They have gone on strike over safety concerns. Also, they want salary increases to keep up with inflation. Uh, this is California-type inflation. 500 workers at Chevron refineries uh, have walked out of the job and are going to strike. And again, this is just another issue here. Now, this one's going to be a little more localized, as if California, Oregon, uh, Washington, Arizona, we get 30% of our gasoline from California. Uh, this is, again, more pain at the pump. It's, and it's just now, Jason, it's any little thing now. Correct. And when it comes to everybody watching out for themselves, you know, if you're a part of the, uh, the pro, you know, if you are an oil worker, if you, you move fertilizer, if, you, uh, if you're growing crops, you know how tough things are getting, and you know you're a very important part of this supply line. And you're like, look, I'm not going to do this if I don't get my piece. It's, <laughs> which, once That's again, it. while they're sitting out, they make it harder for everybody else. You know, do we have a do we have that clip ready? Yep, we got the, the Glenn Beck. Go, go ahead, Jake. Let's let's play. Here's Glenn Beck. This is Glenn Beck talking about what's coming in food. Go ahead, Jason. Yep. Really good. Really, really bright guys. Generally speaking, uh, more independent now, but they've all been Democrats, staunch Democrats, mm -hmm. I think, except maybe one of them. Um, and they're all experts uh, in different fields and all friends. David Friedberg is one of them. And I was listening to the, the podcast, um, and they asked David a question. Now, David used to work for Monsanto. Um, and uh, he doesn't work there anymore, but he believes in, you know, Monsanto and, you know, blah, 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 think GMOs and et cetera, et cetera. If you're against GMOs, don't dismiss him because I, I got my facts from him on the stats, but uh, we're not talking GMOs. We're just talking about looking at the market and what is really happening. So when you're looking at food, understand that 15% of all global calories come from wheat and rice. 25%. I'm sorry, 15%. One-third of all of our wheat comes from Russia and Ukraine. We're supposed to be planting crops all around the world right now for wheat. Not happening in uh, much of Russia not happening anywhere in Ukraine. Next stat you need to understand. Our food supply, you know how uh, the cars had just-in-time. Our production lines were all just-in-time. And that's why we can't make cars, because there are parts that are sitting somewhere, you know, crossing the ocean, sitting on a dock someplace. The whole supply chain 
has broken down because it's just in time. It arrives just in time to put it into the car. When you have a disruption, it just bogs everything up and unclogging it. We don't even know if we can really unclog it and get it started again, but it's going to take years to do it. That's that's the supply chain for stuff. The supply chain for food is 90 days. We have 90 days worth of food in the supply chain. That's from the grocery store to the garden and everything in between. If it stops, we stop, let's say we just for some reason stopped all farming, we would have 90 days left of food worldwide. Okay? 25% of all global production is food. We're about to lose 12% of production. That means we're losing half of our food supply of wheat. Half of our wheat food supply. This is going to hit places like Africa first, and it's going to hit places of poverty, unlike anything we've ever seen. 800 million people currently on Earth live below 1,200 calories per day. So you know the Germans would not allow Jews to have more than 600 calories a day. So they are only double the amount of calories that the Jews got during the Holocaust. And we all remember what they looked like. If they're at 1,200 calories today and they're in, um, in places that are poor, which they most likely are, those calories will be either cut off or greatly reduced. Now, the bigger problem is fertilizer and energy. The energy price to run the tractors, to run the trucks, to run everything else, and the price of phosphorus and, and uh, potassium, potash, and nitrogen. Those are the three major things we use to make fertilizer. Natural gas, 90% of ammonia is made from natural gas. Prices in natural gas have doubled, and in some places, gone up 4x. It's gone from $200 a ton to $1,000 a ton. Phosphorus, 10% of the phosphorus from Russia, and 20 to 25% of all of the potash comes from Russia. It's now been banned in Russia. They cannot sell it. We cannot buy it. They said, oh, you're going to cut us off at the bank? Great, we'll cut you off on this. Potassium is up to $700. Phosphate went from 250 to $700. This is causing so much stress on the farmers that farmers now all around the world are not planting their fields. They are reducing the acreage because without fertilizer, you're not growing much. So why plant all those fields? It's not going to be a good year, they're thinking. So as they 
as fertilizer goes up, they pull more and more acres. So far, the price of corn has doubled. Soybeans, wheat, skyrocketing. The strategic food reserves in some parts of the world are now opening. We better have perfect weather all over the world. That's good, Jack. There you go, Joe. What do you think of that? Yeah, and, and just start understanding, you know, we're, we're a lot of the world is going to starve. Uh, I don't think we're going to starve here. Uh, the difference is just going to be how much things cost. I, I think we're going to see a resurgence uh, in food banks. Uh, you're going to see people lined up for for miles and miles in their cars again uh, to get food because they simply don't have enough money. And again, you know, here's the funny part. Jason and I talked about this the other day. Is it interesting that the Biden administration gave food stamps a 25% increase. Uh, members of Congress in the latest bill got a 21% pay increase. Do you think maybe they knew that this type of inflation was coming? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Just a little program announcement. We're going to have an extended version of the Patriot Radio News Hour into the half-empty cup of Joe. Uh, so all of you that uh, aren't in the front range, uh, get on your phones, get on your laptops. Uh, it's going to be a uh, special three-hour show. So while all of this is going on, and, and very important, right, the uh, here's what scares me is how fast... J. Powell reverse course. I mean, they just had the Fed announcement last Wednesday. So think about it. it was okay Wednesday, right? What did they do? Okay, no more bond buying. Here, here's this quarter point. And of course, I was telling them, man, what are these guys? They're clueless. So let's think about it. That was Wednesday, All right? So Thursday, Friday, then it's the weekend, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All of a sudden on Monday. Five days later, Jay Powell's going. We got a problem, man. This this is this is bad. Inflation is way too high. What is he seeing? And I think what he's being told. This is just my my personal belief on all of this. Uh, this war in Ukraine's not going away. Uh, we're going to see crude oil prices. It just scares me. The way he talked yesterday, that he already knows it's going to be $200 crude. He already knows, get ready at the grocery store. We're talking another 20, 30, some items. We see 50% inflation. Uh, and I think there is a good chance, well, we won't be out of food, I think there, Jason, there's going to be extreme shortages where, hey, today, right, these are the cereals you can buy today. And next week, well, these are the ones that we have, right? You may not, they right. may not have, uh, your, for your favorite brand uh, of cereal, your favorite brand of coffee, or your, your favorite cut of meat, or whatever it may be. It'll kind of be, this is what we got today. 
That's right, Joe. I, I, I agree that that's that's where we're headed. And uh, with Jay Powell, you know, they have the you know, they're, they're the keepers of the actual information. I, I think the, uh, the the next Fed meeting, which is going to come after the next uh, inflation number, their fake low inflation number might be a lot more uh, severe. You were you were talking maybe ten. I could see easily nine or nine and a half. And if that's the number that that they're looking at, with all this other information, they. They got to make a move, Joe, and and uh, maybe I'll get this clip in the next hour or two. I'll get this clip of this guy. He he, he explains how uh, the the U.S. government does not would not have to default on their debt if interest rates kept going up. And there's there's a few tricks there that people forget about, where you know the Treasury uh, the interest uh, for Fed held debt gets the the profits get dumped back to the Treasury, and it means that if you have a rate cycle hike that just keeps on going, that it won't hurt the national debt or we won't default. And so, if you want to play a trick to, tr- to try to save the economic system a little longer, you, you can you can just you get people, Joe, uh, accustomed to rates going up a quarter point, half point, half point, quarter point, quarter point, half point, and you just so you just staggered up. At some point, the guy that's waiting for rates to go down is gonna be like, "Uh oh, how high is it going? Maybe I better buy my house now." The, the very few people that could still buy into the housing market, they'll get nervous that it could be ten percent, you know, interest rates, fifteen percent interest rates. 20% interest rates like we had in the 70s. And and, and what the, what do they do to, to keep the whole thing from completely exploding? It's going to explode, Joe, but what can they do to com- keep it from completely exploding? You just be Santa Claus and start you start cranking up quantitative easing at, at a level we've never seen before. And I, I think that's what's happened, Joe. I think we're going to hit a, a rate hiking cycle that goes on for a couple of years, quarter point, half point at a time. And then the only thing they can do to really try to stop the entire thing from completely imploding is – We'll just give everybody money, tons of it. Yeah, the, the, that's going to happen. And then again, obviously, the end game is going to be the reset, right? The, the reset. The end game is uh, here's the new currency. This is going to be uh, what ends this cycle as Jason's kind of laying out. Uh, you know, it's going to be pitched as, right, the salvation, the solution uh, to, to all of the problems that are plaguing us uh, is going to be uh the, this this new money uh and again here's the problem with the new money is someone's got to pay for that debt and someone's got to pay for the reset and it's going to be the people that have money in the bank that's who's going to pay for it that's how it works that's how they they listen that's what bail in means right no bail out that's what bail in means i, I the the uh joe biden was out today talking about New world order right here. You know, uh, here we are again uh, as this new world order is coming. Uh, it, I think it's absolutely coming, and the new world order is going to come with a brand-new banking system uh, as well, Jason. That's, that's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. And, and, and Joe, when, when, if, if, if what I say starts to actually start to happen, the Fed will start buying corporate. Corporate. They'll start buying equities. And the same thing will happen. Hey, these big, huge companies that they choose to buy, you know, to, to buy their stock, well, you know, hey, they won't have to pay the interest rates on the borrowing. They'll, they'll just they'll kick it back to the companies if they ever have to sell it off or anything. So, so they're going to the Fed is actually going to pick the winners and losers here, possibly in the next couple of years. I mean, it, we really are moving to serfdom, Joe. It's 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 happening in front of us. You're going to have huge conglomerate companies that own the entire market for let's just say whatever oil. You know, food. There's going to be, you know, just a hand, a handful of companies, and all the small guys, the small farmers, the small businesses, 
they're gone, Joe. I mean, it's it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be incredible. What we're going to see main, you know, the main street, all these cities over the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years have been trying to build up their little, you know, quaint little fun little downtowns. Those are going to be empty, Joe. You know, you see ghost towns of these these little uh, cities that tried to build their 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 main street shops up, right, Joe? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting uh, what happens to a lot of these places. Uh, aluminum is now skyrocketing and not at an all-time record high yet, but uh, closing back in on it as Australia is now banning uh, a key ingredient into the production of aluminum, uh, aluminum oxide, uh, where Russia provides about... <laughs> About 20% of the world's supply, Australia is no longer going to uh, take aluminum oxide for Russia. So that just means, right, less aluminum, higher prices. You guys are seeing where all of this is going. Uh, and I think this is what happened. I think people told Jay Powell uh, how bad this situation is going to be. And, and think about this, and we talked about stagflation, because this is the cycle that it's going to be, yeah. where they're, they're raising rates. The economy is slowing, and yet inflation is still, still skyrocketing. Uh, and, and this is, this is the worst case scenario that's playing out before us. Uh, and that's why, you know what, let's face it, everybody's flocking the gold. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, just a few updates. Let's, let's start with silver. Uh, all-time record high premiums. Uh, Jason and I had a discussion yesterday. Uh, I, I was going to take Silver Eagles off, 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 off the website, uh, uh, not sell them. I can get them. We actually did some research out there, believe it or not, of all the major, you know, the major, you know, cheap online guys and all that. We're the cheapest out there. Right now, a roll of silver eagles, and I'm not kidding you, $815 a roll. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave them out there. Uh, but man, that's just, you know, you're, you're paying over $40 for silver right now. Nobody, uh, it's just, nobody has any availability. Extremely, extremely limited. Record high premiums. We just hit a new record high premium on utility silver. Uh, what, what, uh, what it costs to buy, uh, utility silver over spot. New all time record highs. Gold. Right now, gold's down $13. I don't, I think Kiko's got it down 19 but it's down $13 in New York. Same price. $1916. 1916, Gold prices, so gold's down 13. Gold prices went up today. Not kidding. Went up. Why? Because there is none. Why? Because I think most people understand exactly what is going to happen. And this is going to happen. Uh, most people are not prepared. They're not ready. How fast this is going to be. There's a reason why Jay Powell freaked out. Five days after they just raised rates. And the answer, two things. Number one, he already knows what the, the March day, when we knew that was going to be, to Jason's point, everybody and their mother knows the next, the, the next Fed inflation print is going to be 
somewhere between eight and a half to nine to ten percent, somewhere in that range. We're good, get in there. But really, what I think really happened is they told Jay Paul, forget about that one. That's over. Right? Because think about this. We'll find out about March and April. Well, March is over. It's the 22nd of March. I think people told Jay Powell, this is what's going to happen. Gasoline is not done at 450 a gallon. My guess is it's probably not done at 5. I'm hoping now, think about this, it's so weird. I'm hoping it only gets to $6. I think it could be a lot more. I think people told him what's going on at the grocery store. Put it this way. They're going to take a whole hell of a lot more than five chips out of the Doritos bag. And, and I think all is he can do now is raise rates until he breaks it, Jason. I mean, I don't think there's any other alternative. Yeah, Joe, there's all kinds of barometers about the inflation and what's going on that we use. I I just keep going back to my gallon of water. I've I've been drinking this water for, I think, well over a decade, maybe 50, I think as long as Jack's been alive almost. We've been ordering uh, water. I used to drink and bring it. I used to bring it home from the store, but then you you get tired of bringing home 10 gallons of water, so you get the delivery. And... The actual price of these was, has been sitting at a dollar a gallon, ninety nine cents a gallon for years. You know, four, five, six, eight, ten years. It used to be eighty nine cents a gallon. Eventually, the the two percent inflation catches it up from eighty nine cents to ninety nine cents. You know, they they gave the warning. It was the uh, the dollar twenty five, but that was the sale price with the dollar thirty nine. Okay. Now that dollar twenty five sale is over. You know that that that's that one of those tricky little inflation plays. It's a it was a dollar thirty nine. I went on, on the weekend and almost all the gallons of water were gone. It, the shelf was mostly empty. That's forty percent. Water is about as basic commodity as you can get, Joe. You know they're not going to give a forty percent raise on the price. They know how many customers they're going to lose when they do that. They, they, you know they're not stupid. You know these guys are selling water. You know so so they they're in a competitive market and they're up forty percent. From 2021, Joe, to 40% on the most basic and, and, commodities. And, and this is, yeah, this is what's happening out there. Uh, and you need to be prepared. You need to be ready. Uh, the uh, Today on gold, listen, I've got 10th ounce American gold eagles, uh, $255 per coin. I'll tell you what I'll do. You buy a roll, buy a roll of 50. I'll do 250 one more time. We are about out. This is another item. This this item, we have sold more 10th-ounce gold eagles in the month of March, so three weeks, than we've probably sold in the last three or four years combined. This is what people are doing. People are getting ready. Cash is going to go away. The digital dollar is coming. They're going to tell you where you can buy things. Who you can buy it from, what you can buy, and if you don't do what we want you to do, well, guess what? We're going to shut you off. I think all of us are going to end up with some form of a social credit score, and if you've got a high enough score, maybe you can buy 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 something that other people can't. And if your score is too low, well, yeah, listen, you only are allowed to buy just the basics to survive. That's what's going to happen.
And people think that isn't. That's exactly what's going to happen. I think this is why uh, the 10th ounce have been, I'm number one, obviously silver premiums are out of sight. Uh, but people are getting ready uh, to barter in this new black market that's coming. That's right, Joe. That's right. You know, and, and then when shortages come and shortages are coming to your grocery stores, don't be surprised if, you know, how limited they're going to allow you to buy stuff. You know, you, you go to self-checkout and the self-checkout will be programmed to say, oh, that's three cans of beans. That's one too many. You're only allowed to buy two. All that stuff's coming. You better, you guys better get ready for this stuff. 800-951-0592. Gold. Gold is your friend. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two golds now down ten uh, nineteen twenty. Uh, we'll we'll see how the, it ends the day here. Uh, gold is going much higher uh, from Jay Powell's announcement today. Uh, but you know what, Connie just handed me a note. I didn't even think about this. We still have some of the AU twenties from yesterday. We still have some of those. So twenty two fifty on twenties, and they're going to be AUs, right? The almost uncirculated. Uh, and then, of course, the tenth ounce uh, gold eagles, one through forty nine at two fifty five, fifty or more at two fifty. And I just want people to know there's about eight rolls of tenth ounce left. The price increase from there it, it's dramatic. We're talking about uh, a tenth ounce after we, these eight rolls, unless somebody comes up with some more. We're, we're probably looking at ten thousand around two seventy, Jason. That uh, makes sense. That's just that's just where it's headed. We how many times have we said it? We would, when you uh, understand how gold works, you look at the history of it, you know where it's going. Occasionally, we don't say specifically what the price is going to be specifically a year, five years, ten years, but we know where it's headed. So three thousand at the end of the year, in a lot of ways, almost seems certain. Gold at five thousand by the end of the decade is a guarantee. It could be ten thousand. It could be twenty thousand by the end. And, 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 and no one wants that. That's going to be. Hor- it's going to happen. It's going to be horrible. Yep. It really, truly it's, it's, it's is. It's a barometer of how society is going to be, Joe. Yeah. To to Jason's point, uh, low estimate for gold this year. If I was, to, you know, just taking a swag at it, uh, twenty three hundred. The yep. high estimate probably three grand. Uh, t- I'm, you know, if I was to, uh, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, but if I was, uh, I think we're going to see 2,700 bucks this year, uh, and 3,000 next year. Uh, but, but again, remember, gold's going to run through this whole rate hike scenario. Believe me. It really takes off when it breaks. That, that's when you're going to see when the Fed goes into full retreat. And we go from tightening uh, to loosening. Uh, that's kind of when the wheels start falling off. And, and we cannot, listen, you cannot underestimate Saudi Arabia and UAE. This is such a big deal. They continue to refuse to raise production. They continue to talk to China to try to set up Allowing China to buy their oils in Renembi, there is a new world order coming. There's no doubt about it. And, and I find it extremely, extremely interesting that both Saudi Arabia and UAE, they're about the only two countries that, and again, this is alleged. I don't know if they, I mean, you would think at 110, 112, $115, you'd think they'd pump every, every barrel of oil they could. 
But allegedly they have between the two of them about a million, maybe a million and a half barrels they could put on the market. Not only are they not doing it, kind of as a middle finger to Joe Biden, but now they're saying, hey, by the way, we want, we don't want dollars. Cause you gotta remember, Saudi Arabia and UAE do, really don't sell us any oil. Well, Joe, maybe Powell is, re- maybe Powell's reacting to more inside information on the Saudi Arabian situation. Maybe that's what happened Monday. Very, very possible. Extremely possible that the central bank knows, hey, this is going to happen. And that is going to be a major shift in the global power scheme of things and what's going to go on with the dollar. 800 951 592